0: Welcome to the Platform Podcast, where we talk to coaches, athletes, experts, and real people to learn about their approaches to training, nutrition, mindset, and much more. I am your host, Jordan Koundy-Wright, founder and head coach of the Twin Cities Kettlebell Club, and I'm on a mission to help others build sustainable, healthy lifestyles. Before we jump into the episode, I want to remind you that registration is live for the third annual Twin Cities Kettlebell Open on October 14th, hosted by our friends at the Athlete Lab in Little Canada, Minnesota. And if you missed out on our super early bird pricing, I'm sorry, but we are still doing early bird pricing now for the price of $70. Just go to our website, TwinCitiesKettlebellClub.com slash TCKBOpen2023 to register. Now, on this week's episode, I am going to give the caveat, in case you didn't read the uh, title of the episode, that there is going to be explicit language in this episode. So if you have kids listening, maybe don't. Um, Because this episode is all about how to beat a case of the fuckets. That happens sometimes. Happens to the best of us. You get to a spot where you just get a little worn down or... It just doesn't seem like anything's working and you just say fuck it and you don't go after your goals or you do things that you shouldn't. It happens to the best of us. But what do you do when you're in that headspace? How can we get out of that headspace? That's what we're going to dive into on this episode. So I hope you find it useful. And of course... I'm incredibly grateful that you listen to this podcast. The best way you could support me is to go sign up for the Twin Cities Cadwell Open. Tell a friend or two, bring your team. Just go to our website, TwinCitiesKettleClub.com for details. And if you haven't already, I would like to ask you to leave a rating and review of the platform podcast in your app of choice and support my work by supporting our sponsors whose affiliate links you'll find in the episode notes. And last but not least, if you want help reaching your goals without wasting time, please fill out the coaching interest form linked in the episode notes. I help athletes of all levels using my integrated coaching approach. You can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Twin Cities Kettlebell Club or email me at twincitieskettlebowclub at gmail.com. Now, without further ado, let's step onto the platform and talk about how to beat a case of the buckets. All right, welcome into this week's episode of the Platform Podcast. I am your host, Jordan Cundy Wright, and it is now January eighteenth when I am recording this. So we are more than halfway through the first month of the year. Can you believe it? How are those New Year's resolutions going? I hope that if you set a resolution, uh, that you're still sticking to it, and if not. Uh, maybe this topic might be relevant for you. Um, we're, we're talking today about how to recover or how to beat a case of the fuckets. its um, But first, I want to tell you guys a, a, a little story. Um, kind of an interesting thing that happened um, recently, a reason for some delay in getting out more episodes this year. Um, on January 11th, three years ago, my father had a triple bypass. Um, he had not taken great care of his heart and needed to have three bypasses done. His, uh, LAD was actually 100% blocked, which they call that one, the widow maker. And he was really, really lucky, um, that the surrounding, uh, vascularity of his heart had actually gradually increased its output over many years to, to actually work around that blockage, which is pretty incredible. So my dad was really lucky to, uh, survive that. Issue and get that bypassed three years ago. Now, fast forward to January 11th, 2023, and my wife wakes me up uh, in the morning and says, Your mom was texting, your dad is on the way to the ER because he is having a heart attack. Now, that's obviously not how anybody wants to get woken up, so I am instantly awake and go immediately into holy shit mode and obviously scrambling to get ready and figure out what to do, um, only to find out that my dad is currently in an ambulance riding to the hospital that my wife normally works at, Regent's in St. Paul. And that's about a 40-minute ambulance ride from where he lives. So, I was actually ready to go and if I left um when I was ready to go, I would have beat my dad to the hospital. Um so instead I waited for my mom to get there um so I could drive my mom and deal with deal with all of all of those things and it turns out that um despite having shown a STEMI heart attack pattern on the EKG, he was actually okay and after two days in the hospital and a battery of tests, they found no heart damage, they found his bypass sites were all intact, and everything looked mostly good. He just needs to get this, diet and exercise (laughs) um, so that he can manage his blood pressure a little bit better and make sure that he uh, doesn't have any cardiac issues. But they couldn't figure out anything um, particularly wrong with him. But the interesting thing for me and why this is relevant to this podcast topic is I had, uh, to this point been completely dry. Uh, I, you know, doing my dry January, like I, like I usually do. And to this point I had been completely successful with that. And I went to the hospital and dealt with all of that stuff. And when it was finally time to, to come home, um, I decided, that I was going to open up the good stuff and pour a drink and celebrate the fact that my father was alive and kicking. And it was a reminder to me um, to enjoy... Uh, enjoy things because tomorrow's not promised to anybody um, so I had a really nice bottle of bourbon that I had been saving um, for many years I actually I actually have had it for a couple of years now um, and hadn't opened it and I finally did open it and I had one two ounce serving of, of that it's the Widow Jane the Vaults for any bourbon heads out there um, it's an excellent excellent uh, really aged bourbon but I opened that up and had just one one two ounce pour of that to celebrate that my dad was alive and kicking and that uh, that it was a good day, all things considered. so one could say that I said, Fuck it, <laughs> I'm gonna have a drink because my dad uh, because my dad made it. And my dad is still here, thankfully he 's okay. Um, so you could say that I actually had a case of the fuckets, but I will say um, that based on the definition of how I would consider the fuckets um, that was not it, that was not a case of the fuckets it was It was actually a uh, a very conscious decision, and I went through my process on it before uh, i really i did, I thought about it actually for a while before I decided to go ahead and go through with it. So based on that context, I decided I was going to open the good stuff and have a drink. That is not the fuckets. So what are the fuckets? Well, basically, they're a form of self-sabotage uh in a that manifests as a as a cognitive thought distortion. And that usually is pretty strongly tied to something I've talked about on this podcast a few times, which is all or nothing thinking, right? There's, there's actually, I think a few types of the fuckets. Um, I, I think there's three, three types, at least in my experience. And you can let me know if you have other ways where this shows up for you. But, um, the, the first one is what I like to call predictive catastrophizing. Um, for example, I won't get that promotion, so why bother even applying? Fuck it, I'm not going to apply because I'm not going to get it. Well, you don't know that, but that's predictive catastrophizing. Worst case is you don't get it, and you know that that's going to happen. You've predicted that's going to happen, so uh, fuck it, I'm not going to do it. In, In the weight loss space or the nutrition coaching space, I've seen it many, many times. Um, Well, I've never been successful losing weight before, so fuck it. I'm not going to try, or I'm not even going to start. I'm not even going to do it, right? People who are in the contemplation stage have talked themselves into or out of doing a transformation or making a lifestyle change that they know they need to make but they've never been successful before, so fuck it, why try? Right? That's the predictive cat- catastrophizing. You're going to fail, you predict you're going to fail, you predict it's not going to work, and so you say fuck it. <laughs> and you don't do it. Um, another form um, is, is nihilism. right? So it's the none of, it, none of it matters anyways, so fuck it, why try? my boss doesn't like me anyways so fuck it why try right you start getting into that nihilistic perspective of if nothing matters why bother don't do anything right nihilism is very insidious and it can it can slide in there where you just not it doesn't even matter so don't even bother trying that that's another form, and uh, the one that I see a lot as well is post hoc justification, and this one I think tends to come out a lot in binge behavior um, as well as with well, binge behavior with food as well as with substances. So I guess those are both forms of, of binge behavior. Um, but that's where I see it really come, come out a lot. I, and it's in the, you know, I already blew my calories for the day, so fuck it. I may as well insert behavior. I may as well order dessert. I may as well eat the rest of the pizza it's already half gone. I may as well. I've already blown it, and that becomes a that becomes a slippery slope too, or, or a flywheel. It becomes self reinforcing. Where you'll see, well, I already blew my calories yesterday, so fuck it. Well, I'm already up two pounds this week, so fuck it. Right? It it, it can very quickly spiral from one decision into multiple decisions justified by a case of the fuckets. And that's that that post hoc justification. You've already done a bad thing, and this is why I say it ties really strongly to that all or nothing thinking. I've already done one thing, so may as well do the rest of the things. right? There is no harm reduction. there is no a little bit a little bit's okay, or uh, <laughs> you know enough is never enough, enough too much is never enough kind of thing, right. And I see that with, like I said, with food. Um, but you also see that with, with alcohol, um, that's where it can show up for me, right? Um, so I'm not coming at this from a perspective of, I've got this all figured out. Um, this is, like I said, I've got a process that I'm going through on this. Um, I'm actually working with my therapist on this. Um, it's something that I'm very cognizant of. So, um, I want to add that in there that this is not coming from a place of, I think I've got this all figured out. So here, let me, (laughs) here, let me tell you how to do this. And I'm not a licensed, you know, uh, addiction therapist or counselor if you need that kind of support I, I highly recommend reaching out for it but um you you do see this come through in uh, in binge behavior i see it a lot with with people where it's once they've once they've had three or four drinks uh may as well finish the six pack or may as well finish the rest of the bottle right um that can that can very quickly turn into binge behavior and especially when it comes to substances um, like alcohol um, that naturally lower your inhibitions and decrease your ability to reason uh, about your decisions right when you start getting into that that uh, altered state that can affect your reasoning capability and um, diminish your awareness uh, especially um, you can you can Go very quickly down the slippery slope. So, um, those are kind of the three the three forms that I that I see: catastrophizing, predictive catastrophizing, nihilism, and like post hoc justification of behavior. Right, and this type of thinking, this cognitive distortion, it is problematic um, because it leads us either to do to do something. N- not good something self-destructive right in the like the justification realm right it leads us to do something not good trigger it triggers us to make bad decisions or um it prevents us from doing things that we should do right those are the outcomes it it, it either stops us from doing something good um or it triggers us and justifies mentally in our head to do something that we know to be self-destructive kettlebell dranga happy new year i hope that 2023 brings you much happiness riches honor and glory. You can find all of these by signing up for the 2023 Twin Cities Kettlebell Open. Registration is available now at TwinCitiesKettlebellClub.com slash TCKBOpen2023. Register today. We will be back at the Athlete Lab in Little Canada, Minnesota on Sunday, October 14th, and accepting video submissions for online competitors. There will again be raffle prizes for all registered competitors and the opportunity to win cash prizes for the top performances in the competition. Come, answer the call of battle. Join us and fight for your clan. Fight for yourself and claim your spoils and your glory. Let's make 2023 the most epic year yet, and may your name forever ring out in the Hall of Champions sign up today at twincitieskettlebellclub.com So what do we do? How do we how do we go about combating that? That's always easier said than done. And I like I always like trying to give implementable advice on these types of things. So and you'll also notice I tend to like things in fives and tens symmetry. Um, I don't know. I'm a nerd. But so number one, what's the first step? What should we do about it? Number one is recognize it. And it always starts with awareness. Anytime behavior change, decision making always starts with awareness. Um, you, you have to be aware that you're doing it. Right. So. It might take slowing down a little bit or reflection. You know the habit of reflection, thinking about your thinking about your decisions and um, understanding even after the fact why you made choices that you've made, and you can you can start to recognize. Um, And that's where that that analysis of of behavior can be really useful, because you can look at past behavior um, with the distance of time and see that this is this maybe was a reason that you were doing something. So then when you come to the future or come to the current moment, um, you are more able to recognize it because you've reflected on decisions you've made in the past. So. First step is recognizing that you're you're in a state of the fuckets, right? You've you've just you're just decided it doesn't matter, um, and so you're you're going you're going with it. So now, once you recognize it, right, um, then you have to call it out. <laughs> you, you have to you you have to uh, take its power by saying the name out loud, like uh, saying Voldemort <laughs> in Harry Potter. Harry Potter wasn't scared to say Voldemort because he he knew that he needed to take the power of the name. So recognizing it but being afraid to to call it out gives it more power or doesn't take the power away from it. Call it out, say that you have the fuck Right, or if if you don't swear come up with some other uh, you know, some other <laughs> name for it. But it's it's not uncommon for uh, my clients when I'm when doing check in, especially on nutrition stuff. Um, it's not uncommon for my clients to to tell me, Yeah, I had I, I just I had a case of the fuckets. You know? <laughs> um, and and hopefully hopefully when they recognize it and call it out, they're less likely to have it happen again in the future. Um, but I will say, it, again, it's not all or nothing. If you, if you got a case of the fuck and went off the rails, hopefully as you go through this process of recognizing it, call it, and calling it out, um, that you'll be, able to, you'll be able to shorten the, the duration and tighten up the the loop, right? The faster you recognize it and call it out, the less time you're in that state, right? So you get out of that you get out of that state by by actually focusing on the processing, right? So you get out of that state by focusing on it and the shorter we can make that iteration loop, then the sooner you'll be able to get back into healthy patterns, right? So recognize it, call it out, and you do that enough times, you know, just we'll say for the sake of easy for the sake of easy numbers maybe the first maybe the first time you went on a a five-day binge and then you reflected on it and you're like oh yeah i had i had the fuckets, you know and then you call it out and you you deal with it and then the next time you recognize it three days in right and then you go through it again and then you recognize it a day in right the next time through and you're able to you're able to to do it get back into a healthy pattern sooner. And then you recognize it before you've even done it. And now you can make preemptive intervention because you have, you have gone through the process of recognizing it and calling it out. Right. So the more times you go through that process, the shorter the iteration loops can be, but it requires that you recognize it and that you're you're reflecting on these things when they happen that you that you don't don't wallow in a shame cycle go into analytic mode and and assess what happened so that you can shorten the feedback loop right so that's actually number three is assess it right but this is also if you're in the if you're actually in the loop at the moment right when you get to the point where you can when you're doing it you're in there right well you recognize it you called it out now you assess it right and not assess it from the perspective of is this true uh is this objectively true because more often than not you know these cognitive distortions are not objectively true but even even that is kind of a wasted mental effort because I don't really care if it's true or false. I care if it's helpful, right? If it's helpful through the lens of my goals, right? Assess whether whether through the lens of your goals it helps or hurts you, right? And that's pretty obvious when it comes to things like nutrition decisions. Will it help me? to drink the rest of the bottle because I already drank half of it. Will that help me on my fitness journey? No? Okay. Then don't do it. Right? Only take action if it moves you closer to your goals. Number four. Only take action if it moves you closer to your goals. So you first have to assess it through the lens of a goal. Hopefully you have goals. <laughs> um, maybe it's just better. You You can say if you don't have a goal that it specifically ties to just, is it helpful? <laughs> Does it make your life better? Right. Will, will drinking the rest of the bottle make you happier, <laughs> right? Will it actually improve your life in any way? Probably not. Um, ho- again, hopefully you're not, you're able to, to make that distinction um hopefully you're not so so inebriated that you can't make that distinction but you can think of it in other in other contexts as well right is it helpful for me to the goal of advancing my career to not apply for a promotion no obviously not right so only act on it if it moves you closer that's number four assess it Number four, only act on it if it moves you closer to your goals or if it's helpful, right? And then number five is kind (laughs) of the obvious antithesis, flip the script, right? The going for a promotion is a perfect example. Fuck it. What's the worst that could happen? I don't get the job. Okay. You don't get the promotion. Does that change your current job? No. What's the worst that could happen? Fuck it, go for it, right? Flip the script. You can use fuck it can be helpful. The fuck it can be helpful, <laughs> right? If it if it uh, if it makes you go for things that you should go for, right? Because you never because you never know. This ha- this actually happened to me in college um, before I met my wife, but there was a very beautiful girl at a party I was at, and. No one was talking to her, which was really weird to me because she was stunning. She's a very good looking girl. And I asked one of my teammates from the football team, uh, do you know that girl? And he said, no, she's from another school. Never seen her here before. Um, She's here with so-and-so. I'm like, oh, cool. Um, They're not dating, right? And he's like, no, they're just friends. I'm like, okay, cool. And he's like, why are you going to ask her out? I was like, I was thinking about it. He's like, dude, she's way out of your league. Nobody, nobody here is, nobody here is going out with that girl. And young, arrogant me said, fuck it. I'm going to talk to her. And we ended up dating for a few months. Um, Didn't work out. Happy about that. Met my wife, you know, a couple years later. But I still have a lovely memory from that and had a good relationship with this girl. And it was great just didn't work out. That's fine. But I never would have even dated her if I'd have been like, "Ah, it's not gonna it's not going to work out." Use the fuck it to flip the script and go for things that you want to go for. Go for the things that you should go for, right? The worst that can happen. What's the worst that can happen? Ah, fuck it. I'm going to do it. Right? Use it in a positive way. So, five things recognize it Call it out. Assess it through the lens of your own goals or whether or not it's helpful. Only act on it if it moves you closer to your goals. If it doesn't move you closer to your goals or it's not helpful, don't do it. And flip the script. Use the fuckets to go after those things that do move you closer to your goals. Those are my five tips for... How to overcome the fuckets. If you found this episode helpful, give me a like, give me a share, give me a review. I appreciate all of those things. And uh, if you have your own thoughts, you have your own stories, I'd love to hear them. You know how to get at me. I'm at Twin Cities Kettlebell Club on Instagram. Email me at TwinCitiesKettlebellClub at gmail.com. And I hope to see you next time on the Platform Podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Platform Podcast. We'll be back with a new episode soon. Please be sure to leave a rating and review of The Platform Podcast in your app of choice. Support our work by supporting our affiliates. And of course, if you have questions or you want help reaching your goals, reach out to me. Until next time, thanks for listening.